0: Welcome to this podcast series on Neo-Charismatic Leadership with author, leadership expert and coach, Dr. Gada Angawi and executive leader, Martin Headley, where they will both explore the recently published book, Neo-Charismatic Leadership and the coaching topics it covers.
1: Hello, my name is Martin Headley. I have had a long corporate career and have been an executive in both the airlines and global financial services businesses. Most of my corporate career was spent living in the United States, uh, although I've had experience across the world, and now I'm based in the UK. In 2002, I became independent. I studied leadership for five years and ever since have been mentoring, coaching, and speaking on various topics, but primarily leadership around the world. I am a member of the Institute of Coaching from McLean Hospital, which is a Harvard affiliate, and I welcome you to this podcast series where we're going to explore key aspects of leadership and consider how a more connected world demands a new form of neo-charismatic leadership. Now I'm fortunate to be joined by Dr. Gada Angawi. And so Gada, would you please like to introduce yourself?
0: Yes. Hi, Uh, my name is Gada Angawi, a PhD in educational management. My area of focus is leadership, specifically new charismatic leadership and the role of leaders during strategic decision making in higher education and in organizations in general. Also an accomplished trainer, facilitator and a team coach. Uh, my base of knowledge is strong in adult and continuous professional development. I'm an accredited certified coach with ICF, and I'm also an assessor for emotional intelligence, cultural intelligence. I'm an also advanced practitioner with six conditions, team diagnostic survey uh, with Ruth Wagaman and Richard Hackerman. Uh I'm an author of three books so far. The latest is New Charismatic Leadership, which is the topic of our podcast, and I'm very happy to be here, Martin,
1: with you. Great. Thank you very much. So, Dr. Angawi, why neo-charismatic leadership now, and why is this book so timely?
0: Yes. um I think we, the last few years, have seen the world been changing and struggling in so many conflicts, uh, political power, social, racial, wars, and last this year is the pandemic. Uh, this tells us that we are all at the verge of, you know, a, a, an important decision, uh, an important uh, era of time. And um, the research, the books, the training, the podcast, everything speaks about leadership, the power of leadership. But there is a gap and uh, there is something missing. If, if we have all that vast knowledge and, and all of this research in our uh, reach, why are we still struggling with all these issues? What is, what is wrong? What is going on here? And I believe a neo-charismatic leadership fills this gap. And this is why I wanted to write this book and, you know, do this podcast, because I can I can feel that there is something that I can introduce to the world. And it could be it could be a new perspective that will help consolidate all these leadership theories, all these practical books into one um, model that is applicable. What about you? Martin, what do you think? You you have been in so many executive leadership positions and and many countries. What's your insight on leadership globally? What do you think?
1: Well, I think that the experience that I've had only emphasizes the fact that there is a huge gap between those who really understand and and can practice leadership skills versus the millions that really need to learn it and practice it. Mm. So, I've been fortunate. And and yeah i don 't take that privilege lightly. Mm-hmm. What I love is the level of interest, both personally and organizationally around the world. everywhere I go, people are asking questions about leadership they want they want guidance on it they want to know which books which podcasts you know which videos to look at mm. but which is all good, but what I really I'm concerned about is that much of the training that is delivered has a very strong crossover into management. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you do that, you sort of imply that leadership is really only for organizational leaders. And I believe quite firmly that it is for everybody. Mm. When you look at all of the issues around the world, in particularly in the impoverished countries, the need to empower everyone is absolutely essential. And that's why I love the concept of neo charismatic leadership. And, you know, I'm very uh, happy that in your book, you're going to bring out the practical aspects of what any individual can do anywhere in the world to become a leader. I think that's when we're going to make a real difference. And personally, that's when I feel that I will have been giving back. Yeah from this great privilege that I've yeah. had.
0: I mean, it's interesting that you're saying that new charismatic leadership fits all sizes uh, at all levels of leadership. Um, uh, when mm-hmm. you look at it in the literature, it implies as well that it's organizational leadership. But when you really dig deep into the theory... Um, these uh, individual leaders who have uh, adopted that model intentionally or unintentionally, nobody goes and chooses what kind yes. of leader I want to be in terms of uh, research models. It is just It is something that is part yes. of you mm-hmm. that takes you there and um when you look at it this way uh when you look at individuals who have been um um you know known to be new charismatic leaders around us and in episodes we will uncover more about that yes. you notice that they have something about them that is common in every person you meet something that you can you can identify in normal people yes. they're not um you know superheroes or or, or supernaturally endowed with these traits. They're just people, you know. So it's interesting that you're saying this. And, and I do believe that uh, we do cover all these aspects uh, uh, of, of at all levels.
1: Indeed. Mm-hmm. And Gada, I understand yeah. that, you know, you've been researching leadership since uh, 2007, specifically near charismatic leadership. What do you think about the current pandemic? I mean, you know, is, is it a solution for that problem?
0: Yeah, so what we're we witnessing right now is a real life example of how the world is coming together or not coming together. Are we the world uh, occupant, uh, the global community? Are we working as a team? Do we really feel connected? Uh, are we able to, to work together and collaborate to, to survive? Um, and the question has been going on for a very, you know, over the past few months. You know, you, it started with the beginning of uh, 2020 and, and we're all here. We're all experiencing everyday issues uh, around us uh, in every part of the world. And, and the question is important because when it comes to leadership, what are the leaders of the world at all levels, high up, countrywide? Uh, in every country on um, uh, specific departments and specific uh, ministries and and in the health organization. And how are people collaborating? What does leadership look like? And a lot of people have, uh, you know, mm, leadership doesn't really look really amazing, <laughs> or I wish there is a better leadership for, for all of this. So we are now um, faced with the truth. The truth, uh, the test, the real test of of are we really able to survive uh, not only pandemic, are we able to make this world inhabitable for all of us, uh, for our future kids and grandkids? Is it sustainable or what we're doing is actually. Yes, I agree.
1: I see. Stopping. A lot of interesting leadership learnings through this pandemic. For example, it's very clear that although you know fundamental rules laid out by governments of countries, states, um, or municipalities can be effective, there's no doubt, but we can't rely on those leaders to get it right because particularly with the pandemic, nobody really knows what getting it right is. But as you look around the news, and even in our own neighborhoods, and we see individuals forming special parties, getting together to clap for the carers of the sick, uh, you you see really clear examples of great leadership from ordinary people Mm -hmm. all across the globe. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, gosh, if we could just bottle this This would be part of the solution to many of the world's serious problems. The pandemic, of course, has threatened us health wise. It's threatened our lives. So we're taking everything very, very seriously. What if we were able to take everything very, very seriously and we all had the skills to act, even just locally to lead others to a better life? Then we would really move the bar. We, We would really shift the level of living of people around the world. And that's what I'd like to see. Yeah. The research on neo-charismatic leadership has been around for some time, yeah. but it's never really been presented to leaders to use yeah. as a guide before, yeah. the way that uh, you're presenting this in the book. It, it seems that you think that it's time, this book is coming now uh, for a reason.
0: Yes. And um, I I was going to say in answer to your question, yes, uh, I think uh, there is uh, symptoms of leadership failure around the world in terms of authenticity and morality. There is people who rose up and they were, you know, an example for good leadership, but we need some research here. We need, after this passes away, we need to look back and say, okay, Who acted as an authentic and a moral leader and who didn't and why? And what do we need to patch this up? (laughs) I don't want to patch things (laughs) up. I want to make it right, you know? Yes, and Um, and that is
1: music to my
0: ears. (laughs) New charismatic leadership can be the way I'm presenting it in this book. Yes, it is very practical. You don't need a coach. You don't need a training course. You just need you and the book so that you can go through the thinking. I'm not selling you um, solutions so that, you know, the whole idea is that we want to stop this kind of uh, phenomena where, hey, come here. I have a a training course for you. I want to make you a better leader. Nobody can make you a better leader. It is you who decide if you want to be a better leader by connecting with your inner thoughts and emotions, by being... The person you aspire to be in reality without faking, without masks, being authentic with yourself. And this is why I'm saying authentic and moral leadership. This is what new charismatic leadership is in a nutshell. So I have attempted to answer this question in the book, new charismatic leadership, a comprehensive self coaching model. This is exactly what we are going to answer in this podcast over the coming months. I hope that our listeners will continue to tune in as we, me and you, explore together how this can be actualized. New charismatic leadership focuses on behavioral roles rather than approach or style of leadership. It does define in more detail what a leader should do. So that they can effectively lead an organization or lead themselves or lead a group of people through difficulties, through transformation, through change, you name it. And, and, you know, this, this era, this time, who is not going through rapid change all the time? So if, if you say uh, this model only works when we are doing some kind of a transformation, um you are really not being honest because we are constantly in transformation yes. especially in the past uh, decades it has never been stable and it will never be stable there will always be something happening and new charismatic leaders they are not satisfied with the status quo they are always looking for improvement so there is transformation all the time uh, that means every leader is required to be a new charismatic leader in a, in a way or another.
1: Really, there are three items here that uh, I picked up on your discussion. So, for example, the first thing is uh, the traditional method of teaching. Even if it were as effective as we would like, and it's not, the cost to go out to teach the millions of people that need to understand neocasmatic leadership would be prohibitive and it, and it literally would take decades. So by empowering people to learn how to lead themselves. Uh, We're getting around that problem Mm -hmm. in a very cost effective way. And I I really look forward to our listeners for this podcast series, just thinking about how can they spread this idea to their friends and colleagues and and, uh, others in the community. The second point you bring up, especially for me, you know, my expertise is in the practice of leadership rather than the academics behind it. Mm -hmm. I suppose the engineer in me has demanded that. But by focusing on our behaviors, we can encourage everyone who needs to lead, to lead, regardless of whether they're in an organization or not. And yep. I really like that. The, the third point that, that I really enjoy about uh, this, this new study is that we're, you know, we're, we're not implying an organization or having to be a manager of anything. We are just implying that you have to be human. Yes, You just have to care about yeah. other humans, and you just have to see yes. injustices yes. or difficulties and say, I want to fix this. And by talking to two or three other people, you pretty soon will have a, a, a group that's willing to, to start to make a difference. And that's what it's going to take yes. worldwide. Yes.
0: Yeah, it, it just requires your intention and your awareness and your desire to do something, to do something good for others. That's it, basic. <laughs> you know? Yes.
1: So, I, I think what's really good about this, you know, the, the neo-charismatic leadership and, and certainly the self-teach part of your book is built on all of the great work on leadership that has uh, occurred over the last 50 years. But I think this is a seminal point where leadership development is actually going to diverge and there'll be those folks that will continue to take the traditional Method of teaching leadership, which for an organizational perspective may very well be fine. But also, I think there, we're going to create uh, quite a movement of followers around the world who want to take a slightly different tack and attack leadership as, you know, something individual, something that everybody can and needs to do. And it's those people, if, if you're listening to our podcast and you think, Oh, that could be me, then be assured that is you. That we're trying to reach.
0: Yes. Yes. Just like uh, the example you brought, um, during the pandemic when people got together and, and, you know, normal people who decided to do something. This is exactly what we are inviting people to do is to become leaders by wanting to become a leader. Don't wait for someone to tell you if there is a leader in you or not. Don't think that you have to go through a training course or take a master degree or read all these Books on leadership or do a research to become a leader, it is a simple formula, yes, we are simplifying it we're making it available because it is time yes, it is time to 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 lift all those masks and be true to ourselves
1: well, well that is excellent, and Gada, now it looks to me like we're going to be out of time, so hopefully this is uh, enough to whet the appetite of our audience members <laughs> and we look forward to talking with you again in the next week, where we will dig into neo-charismatic leadership, building on the learning of the past 50 years, but confidently looking to create a different future for so many.
0: Yeah. Yes, sure. Yes. Thank you very much, Martin. This has been a good beginning and an exciting entry to the the topic. I look forward as well. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Garda and Martin. Hope you enjoyed this episode. There is more information available at neocharismaticleadership.org. And if you would like to discuss coaching or training for yourself or your team, you can contact Garda and Martin through the website. We look forward to your participation next week. Until then, goodbye.